What's the good of temptation? There hath no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 The word temptation has come down in the world. We are apt to use it wrongly. Temptation is not sin. It is the thing we are bound to meet if we are men. Not to be tempted would be to be beneath contempt. Many of us, however, suffer from temptations from which we have no business to suffer, simply because we have refused to let God lift us to a higher plane where we would face temptations of another order. A man's disposition on the inside, in other words, what he possesses in his personality, determines what he is tempted by on the outside. The temptation fits the nature of the one tempted and reveals the possibilities of the nature. Every man has the setting of his own temptation, and the temptation will come along the line of the ruling disposition. Temptation is a suggested shortcut to the realization of the highest at which I aim, not towards what I understand as evil, but towards what I understand as good. Temptation is something that completely baffles me for a while. I do not know whether the thing is right or wrong. Temptation yielded to is lust defied. It is a proof that it was timidity that prevented the sin before. Temptation is not something we may escape. It is essential to the full-orbed life of a man. Beware, lest you think you are tempted as no one else is tempted. What you go through is the common inheritance of the race, not something no one ever went through before. God does not save us from temptation. He succors us in the midst of them. I was reading through Exodus recently and thought I would draw a fun similarity between temptation and the part of Exodus that I wanted to read. So I'll read over the section. It's from Exodus 14, so I'll start with verse 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all night and made the sea dry land and the waters were divided in verse 27 it goes on to say so moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the sea returned to its normal course when the morning appeared and as the egyptians fled into it the lord threw the egyptians into the midst of the sea oswald says that many of us suffer from temptations from which we have no business to suffer, simply because we have refused to let God lift us to a higher plane where we would face temptations of another order. 
Temptation is a suggested shortcut to the realization of the highest at which I am. Not towards what I understand as evil, but towards what I understand as good. To experience temptation is to experience my relationship with Jesus. Even as I was preparing the podcast for today, I was confused about the temptation that Oswald is talking about. He says in the devotional, temptation is a suggested shortcut to the realization of the highest at which I aim. So it's, in other words, what I think he's saying is we're tempted to take shortcuts off of the narrow road or like they're diversions, what are perceived as shortcuts, ways we can still get to God, ways we can still follow Jesus, but it's like an easy way or a different way, a way that is more applicable to who you are or something like that. So he's, he's saying temptation is a suggested shortcut to the realization of the highest at which I aim, not towards what I understand as evil, but towards what I understand as good. Temptation is something that completely baffles me for a while. I do not know whether the thing is right or wrong. And that reminds me, so I had something else prepared to say, and I'll get into that after I say this, because I think what I had prepared was the typical temptation Oswald isn't necessarily talking about, the temptation of something obviously sinful, like what what I was going to talk about was uh, lust, sexual lust, the temptation to indulge in sexual lust away from my wife. That's what I'm going to get into later. But for now, based on what I just read, the temptation to take a shortcut to the place in which I aim. So a shortcut to heaven, basically. What's a quicker way or an easier way we can get to heaven? And like the experience I shared before, where the the church that my wife and I were getting involved in told us we were unsaved, and that we had to follow him and his leadership. I was reading over Luke, the part where the guy in Luke chapter 9, the guy says, I, I think Luke, um, Jesus says, follow me. And the guy says, yeah, hold on, I will. But let me go ask my family. Let me go say goodbye and ask them and make sure it's all good. And then Jesus says, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit or the kingdom of God. And I think if I'm reading this devotional right, that is a, a great example of that kind of temptation. Where at first it seems right. It's like, yeah, I'm looking for someone, uh, an Elijah, and pretending I'm Elisha, I'm looking for an Elijah, someone who can be that sort of spiritual leader. But upon examination, the temptation, it certainly did baffle me, but I found that the thing is wrong. And it's it's similar to the circumcision parties that Paul talks about. And I've shared this before, so I don't want to get into it, but I think that would be a more fitting example um, to what Oswald is talking about. But going to what I had 
ready to say, um, for work, for doing personal training stuff. As I'm doing research, finding stuff on YouTube, um, and then also um, I'm also on Instagram just posting things there, the things that I'm doing, like workouts and stuff like that. I'm seeing a lot of the typical sexual stuff that's all over social media. And in the past, it was, it used to be, it used to spark a fire. If I see something, and this was years ago, if I see something, then there's a very high chance that later I would be finding myself in porn and it was just a cycle that was almost inevitable once I was tempted by just seeing some images online. But I bring up the, the verses in Exodus because I found that as I've drawn closer to Jesus and as I've gotten to know him more, as the word of the Lord, as the word of God is in my memory and on my heart and a part of my life, a part of my foundation, it's, it's slowly becoming my entire foundation. That's the goal. That's my aim. As this is the case, as this is my new reality, these old temptations aren't effective anymore because upon temptation, I hear from the Lord what to do, like what I ought to do in the midst of this temptation, what, what's the thing God actually wants me to do, and I do that thing. Instead of doing something I used to do or whatever the temptation is trying to lead me to do, I follow the Lord. And I like that picture of just stretching out my hand over the temptation or over the sin of my former life or just wherever the enemy wants me to go and just declaring that it has no more power over my life, stretching out my hand over whatever it is and allowing the Lord to cover it and destroy it. So it's just no more in my life. And I just thought it was a really cool picture that I wanted to explain. And just as Oswald says, he succors me in the midst of temptation. That's exactly what I feel happens now because I I keep my hands on the plow and I'm not looking around at what else is going on. I'm not asking for others' permissions, other spiritual leaders who claim to be more spiritual and more of a qualified leader than Jesus himself even. I am tuned into Jesus and Jesus alone. So today I want to encourage you to stretch out your hand and allow the Lord to work, to do, to do what he does, to free you from chains, to allow him to declare victory over life, over your life, over whatever struggles you have going on. Because you can, if you allow the Lord to do what he said he'll do, what he's already done, just allow it to be so, and it will be. God bless you.